Calabatoses Iribianta, Malibis Calabatosa, Masontes Iribianta Rabaha, Malibidibianta, Masuntis Calabatoses, Patibidibiantalaba, Masontes Iribianta, Malibianta, begin to pray, pray fervently, pray fervently for the anointing of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. The word of God says Jesus waited for 30 years to be anointed. Begin to pray that even as we are gathered here, the Lord should anoint you for a beautiful job of teaching, preaching, and healing in the name of Jesus. Libis Calabadosa, Masuntis Idibianta, Lis Calabadosis, Madibibianta, Masuntis Ilibianta, Libi, oh, lift up holy hands, begin to ask God that God anoints me in this place, anoints me in the name of Jesus. Lis Calabadosis, Masuntis Idibianta, Baha, Padibibianta. Palabadosa, or be desirous for the anointing by praying for it in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray fervently for the anointing. Libis Calabatos Idibianta, Lis Calabatosa, Lantaraba, Masontes Idibiosis, Li Andaba Masindis, Lansontes Idibidosa, Palabatosis Idibiantaraba, that God anoint us in this place. Anoint us to be shepherds. Anoint us to teach, preach, and to heal. In the name of Jesus. Lidis kali anta. Masuntis ilibis idibidosis. Masantiribidibi antadabaha. Palibis kalabatosis. Masuntis idibianta. Father, we desire the anointings of the Holy Ghost upon our lives. In the name of Jesus. Ladapa masuntis. Lantalaba masidibis kalabatosa masontes ilianta ladaba masontes ladibis libis kalabatosa padibidibianta yes lord masidibidibidosis lantados idianta dabaha masontes ilibis kalabatosis lantidibidibianta Masontes ilibis idiantadabaha palabados pray that the Lord should anoint you. Somebody, the Lord is anointing you in this place. Begin to pray. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. A great and effectual door has been opened for us to pray for the anointings of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Ladapa masontes. Latidibis calabadosa, masontes idis calabadosata, padibidibianta, palabadosis idibianta. Pray for a release of the anointing, a flow of the anointing upon our lives and ministries. In the name of Jesus, Ladaba masontes, in the name of Jesus. With Jesus join a clap offering. Let's welcome Bishop. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Please be seated. Right. Catch the anointing by having a great desire for it. Number two, catch the anointing by praying for it. Number three, catch the anointing by following an anointed man of God. Catch the anointing by following an anointed man of God. Amen. Now, the anointing that you need, all right, is already on somebody. Amen. The anointing that you need is already on somebody. So, one of the things that you must do if you are desirous of catching the anointing is by following an anointed man of God. Amen. Why? Because through association, what is on the person can also come on you. Amen. Amen. Numbers chapter 11. Numbers chapter 11. Verse 16. Are there? And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Continue. And I will come down and talk with thee. Watch. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. And will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee. That thou bear it not thyself alone. Take note. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and will put it upon them. So God can take the anointing on a man of God and put it on somebody else. Amen? Amen. God can take the anointing which is on one man of God and put that same anointing on somebody else. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 27. 
Numbers chapter 27 and verse 18. Numbers chapter 27 and verse 18. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take thee Joshua the son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit, and lay thy hand upon him. And set him before Eliezer the priest. And before all the congregation. And give him a charge in their sight. And thou shalt. Look at verse 20. And thou shalt put some of thy honor upon him. That all the congregation of the children of Israel may be obedient. And thou shalt put some of thy honor upon him. Alright? The, the honor here is referring to the grace of God, the power of God, the anointing of God that was on, on uh, Moses. And the Lord said, put some on Joshua. How? By laying your hands upon him. So once again, we see that the anointing that was on Moses Amen. That anointing, God was saying, put it, take take it and put it on uh, Joshua. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I got what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. So, the point I've got to make is that the anointing on a man of God, that same anointing can come upon you. That is why it is important to follow an anointed man of God closely. Another important step is to follow the man of God closely. All the examples of people who received anointing stayed close to their mentors. Elijah stayed with Elijah to the very end. Elijah tried on many occasions to get Elisha to stay behind. But he followed him to the very end. It was at the end that he caught the anointing. Hallelujah. Now, there are three ways you can follow a man of God closely. Amen. There are three ways you can follow a man of God closely. Number one, Physical association and close interaction. Physical association. Hallelujah. The first way is through physical association, close interaction, and personal acquaintance with the anointed servant of God. Joshua associated with Moses as his personal servant and minister. Now, in this way, Alright, it is if you have the ability to be physically close to the man of God. I get what I'm saying. You have the you have the opportunity and the ability and the chance to be physically close to the man of God. Because the physical closeness allows what is on him 
to rap on you. Like I explained yesterday. Amen? I get what I'm saying. Yeah. When you, when you stay with somebody or when you stay around somebody for a long time, you even begin to smell of what is on the person. How many of you agree? It's the same thing. So, if you want an anointing, okay, if it is possible, if it is possible, try and have physical closeness interaction. So, those of you who have the opportunity to work around the man of God, serve the man of God, work in the same environment, travel with the man of God, eh, it is a blessing. But you must, you must understand it. You must understand it. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. It is something that I have, I have forced to do over the years, following the bishop. As much as possible, I have tried to have physical contact. Yeah. Many years ago, when we were at the cathedral, I would sit behind him. I'll sit behind him. When he finishes and he's moving to the office, you know, I was not even one of his uh, uh, aides, but I'll follow. I'll follow him and sit with him. Anytime I saw him, I went close. Chatting with somebody, I'll go close. You know, even after today, if it's around, I'll just, you know, recently, uh, before the the uh, Good Friday service. Where they're working, arranging the chairs, you know, at about uh, 10 p.m., most people have gone. All right. Then he came around. I was even busy somewhere. So somebody, told, oh, he's around. You know, so I went to be with him. I was with him for another about two hours. We're moving around, checking the lights. We're doing this, you know. Physical, walking with him, talking at a point, you know, uh, the two of us were sitting somewhere, alone, chatting. But what I'm saying is, you see, he did not, when he came, he didn't, it's uh, Bishop Interfuge, asked him to come. Yes, sir. Many of you, 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 you run away from the, the man of God, or you want to be, you want to come. But you see, I spoke to you about desire. If you have a desire for the anointing, when you see the man of God, it's like, hey, the anointed is around because the anointed carries the anointing. So there is a book. How many of you have it? The anointed and his anointing. Did I give you a copy? Did I give you a copy? Yes. Okay, the anointed. I gave all of you a copy when we're fasting. Go and read it. Yeah. When you see an anointed man of God, the anointing is around him. Oh yeah. When you go close, the anointing is rubbing on you. I get what I'm saying. So physical interaction. A man. And if you want to closely relate with a man of God physically, you must be careful. 
<laughs> you must be very careful. Why do I say that? Because you must know how to be around and behave properly. One of the things that can easily happen to you when you go close to an anointed man of God is to become familiar. Familiar. That 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 awe that you had for him, that honor, that deep respect, it just goes away. Because you see, when you go close to an, an, an anointed man of God, one of the things that you see that he's a man. He's a man cry. No. You see him eating. You see him sad. You see him happy. You see him sleeping. He has opened his mouth. Uh, water is drooling from his mouth. Let's say you are traveling him or you are sitting somewhere. He's tired before he was really the anointed man of God. It's like, this guy. But listen. But listen. Listen. At this session, when I'm talking about the anointing, you are allowed to sleep. Don't wake anybody up. Because, 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 to be anointed, you have to desire it. Uh-huh. So the fact that you are sleeping, as I'm talking about the anointing, I, I get what I'm saying. It's a sign. Yeah, it's a sign. So, so this particular time, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Just leave them. You see, Jacob in Genesis uh, 28, he woke up and said, "The Lord was here, and I did not know it." So it is very, very important for you to be care- physical, you know, interaction. You have to be careful. Okay. Bishop always says that he has noticed that even though Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie have been with him for over 30 years, all right, they have not lost their sense of awe and respect and deep admiration. For him. Because they are friends. They are three friends. Right from university days. Before they even had beloveds. Yeah. Bishop was married by Bishop Saki. It was Bishop Saki who officiated the wedding between Bishop and Antman. That is how close they have been. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Uh-huh. They play golf together. They chat together. They travel together. I mean, oh, but do you see? There is, there is that spiritual discerning. Oh yes, we have the opportunity to be around him, but he's anointed. But he's anointed. But he's anointed. But he's anointed. Yeah. Otherwise, you reject him right now. You insult him right now. This is 
Probably one of the reasons why Judas Iscariot betrayed Christ. Because when Jesus now began to say that he was going to die, you know, it was like, ah, how can a son of God, you know, die? And then they were in the boat. He was sleeping. Do you get it? Eh? And I'm sure that sometimes as they were walking, eh, Jesus would be feeling hungry, would be feeling thirsty. You know, he, he, he saw his humanness. When you go close to the anointed man of God, you realize you, you see his humanness. I'm just explaining to you that if you have that opportunity, it's great, but you have to be careful. Yeah. You have to, you have to be very careful. I'm sure that sometimes when they're traveling, maybe Jesus ate something and it was disturbing the stomach. So as you are going, say, guys, just, just one with them into the bush somewhere. Then before they would, they would He's there, the later, he'll be coming to what? Judas look as ah. 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 That is why many people cannot survive around a man of God and not misbehave. Yeah. How many of you are here? I get what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you can maintain it, if you can, because you see, God, God, He looks at our heart. So as, as you are walking around, He knows what is in your heart. He knows how you despise the man. You, he knows how you don't respect him. You, he knows how you criticize him. And therefore, He will not take what is for him and put on you. He will not do it. Even you, you will not do that. If you knew, that somebody around you really didn't like you, was criticizing you to people, you will not share your true things with the person. Your precious things, you will not share. How many of you agree? So, 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 so that is why you can be around a man of God and you don't get anointed. You don't get anointed. Yes. And you see, it is not easy to be around an anointed man of God. Because truly anointed people, when you go close to them, it is not easy. It's not. You'll be hurt right now. See, some of these people who are very close, do you say, you ask them, it's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. I have been I have been rebuked many times by Bishop. Seriously. He didn't like me at all. Yeah. Many, many times over the years. But I've stayed in my place. I've stayed in my place. When I say I've stayed in my place, it has not made me to go back. Rather, it's like, I'm still coming. When he lifts up his eyes, I'm still there. I'm still there. I'm still there. And not there with a squeeze face, but there, humbly, happily, you know, I'm around. 
they rebuke you once. That's it. That's it. That's it. Who does he think he is? Who does he think he is? Yeah? Yeah. Do you get it? Always just, I mean, giving instruction, talking, criticizing. What is that? What is that? What is that? You see, you say it in your heart. You say it in your heart. Okay? And God is looking at your heart. You, 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 you don't deserve what is on him. You don't. You don't. Yeah. And you know what? God will really test you before you put the anointing of the anointed on you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He will really, really uh, test you. Yeah. You'll be rebuked. You'll be corrected. You'll be sad. <laughs> Elisha was sad several times by Elijah. Second Kings chapter 2. Let's look at it. Hallelujah. Pastor Ima will rebuke you and correct you and tell you that what you are doing is wrong. That's the work of a leader. That's the work of a leader. And if you are offended and therefore you can't come around him alone, then what is on him will not come upon you. That's it. How many of you understand that? Eh? Yeah. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven. By a wild wind, that Elijah, Elijah went with Elijah from Gigal. And Elijah said to Elijah, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to battle. Tarry here, and he says, Stay here, don't follow me again. Don't follow me again. How will you feel when you are with somebody? This and the person said, Please, stay here. Don't, don't, don't come close again. How will you feel? You feel rejected. Do you understand? Rejection. You see, the feeling of rejection is part of your training. It will happen to you. It will happen to you. The feeling of rejection. But you must overcome it. Okay? And, 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 uh, uh, we'll come back to this scripture. But let me show you how to overcome this type of feelings of rejection. Okay? The key is to know that the person loves you. And normally it is somebody that you truly love that you correct, even strongly. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. God has blessed you with many sons in the ministry. Yes, many of them are. Don't say anything. Yeah. So if I am correcting you, talking to you, rebuking you, do you understand it? Eh? It is a sign that you are loved. And when you fight that thing, you rather assume the person doesn't say anything. And what is it that your father is thinking about that he's not saying? What is it that your father is thinking about that he's not saying? 
How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. Eh? What do you think? Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 6. We'll come back to this. Remind me, we're coming back. Start from uh, verse 5. And maybe let's take it uh, in a, a, a smaller distance. Okay? So maybe NLT. And have you forgotten the encouraging ways God spoke to us as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. You know, in my, in my, in my work with the bishop and my relationship with him, every time he has corrected me, rebuked me, you know, there's only one thing I've always told him. I said, thank you. It has always made me better. I tell him, it has always made me better. And it's true. Whatever I'm doing, it makes it, it makes it, you know, if it was at 10, it immediately shoots to 50. Oh yeah, and I always tell him. And I always tell him. And you see, what that does is that it allows the person to open his heart and continue to correct because he, he realized that it is only a foolish child that despises correction. The Bible says the fool despises wisdom. But watch the scripture. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own child. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really children at all. If you're one of my assistant pastors, and I'm not saying anything, I'm not correcting you, you know, anything, you, you, you should understand that there's something wrong. I'm explaining about catching the mountain by following closely a man of God through physical contact, association, interaction. That these are the things that happen. Yeah, these are the things that happen. These are the things. And you see, Satan, and I, I was telling you that the reason I'm showing all these scriptures is because I'm saying that always remember when it happens, Say it to yourself and believe it in your heart again that it's because he loves me. It's because he loves me. How many of you can understand it? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Hmm? Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, Shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? So, you can see it. That God disciplines, corrects, rebukes the person that he loves. Part of God's love is his correction and rebukes. 
God's correction and his rebukes and his discipline of you and even his judgment of you is righteous. It's righteous. It's righteous. Amen. Amen. So if you are not ready for things like that, don't go close to an anointed man of God. Don't. Just stay far. I will advise you. Because you'll be hurt. No, you'll be hurt. You, 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 expect, you, you expect only milk and honey and jollof rice and butter. And that, that's the only thing we expect. Then instead, you, are, you, you, you realize that when you take the food and put it in your mouth, it's a stone. Stone. Amen. Go back. Second Kings chapter 2. How many of you can understand the preaching? Yeah. So as we are, we are all there, you see, in the zones working with your pastors and all that, I get what I'm saying. They're going to correct you. We need to correct you. Like what I was preaching about. This point, I, I feel that God showed us great love when he spoke to us about laziness. It was not part of what I was going to talk about at all. But, but you see, when I stand, the Spirit of the Lord guides the preaching. And, and I felt a strong anointing to just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And, talk. and that, I was telling some of the potential shepherds, that they should take it seriously. It will change your life. It will transform you. If you kill laziness, it will transform you. Yeah. All right? And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to battle. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to bed. Even though you are sacking me, eh, please, I don't want to go. Yeah. Wow. wow. Then, and the sons of the prophets came that were at battle. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yeah, I know it. Hold he your peace. You see, he knew that Elijah, watch this, he knew that Elijah was about to leave. Okay? And he knew that that, that was his opportunity to catch the anointing on him. Yes. He knew. And he was not going to allow anything. I have determined in my heart by the grace of God. By the grace of God. That the father that the Lord has given to me in the ministry. Eh, the bishop. Bishop Dark. I have determined in my heart. That by the grace of God. Nothing will separate me from him. Amen. I have determined in my heart. It's a decision of my heart. I want to be a son forever. Jesus said, a son is forever. A son is forever. A son is forever. Yeah. A son is forever. Yeah. And you see, if you, are, if, if you are a true son, a lot of benefits come to you. Yeah. People ask me, so how are you able to, to 
relate to the archbishop. So how are you able to, you know, invite the archbishop to uh, your church? So how are you able to, you know, uh, is the benefits of a truce? Is the benefits of a truce? Because if you have, do you understand it? If you have your friend, if you have your friend, and the two of you are very close friends, and then you all have children, you have a lot of love for the children of your friend, and he will also do the same thing for your children. So if any of the children needs your help, you just help because of your friend. But it is not only Jollof rice around the anointed man of God. No, no, no. It's not only butter and honey. No, no, no. There are also tons. Yeah, when you go close, it will prick you. Pew! When you go close to an anointed man of God, the tons will be pricking you. Then you say, I won't go close. Oh, okay. Let's go back. Go back. Amen? Amen. Verse 8. Verse 8. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smoked the waters and they were divided hither and thither so that the two went over on dry ground. Verse 9. Watch this. Bible magic. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee, before I be taken away from thee. Watch this one. He asked him, Ask me what I shall do for you before I leave, which means that he knew that he was leaving. And at the same time, he was sacking him. It was a test. He, Elijah, knew that he was going. And he was sacking Elisha. And Bible scholars, all right, some Bible scholars tell us that Elisha followed Elijah for 20 years. So, so 20 years, on the 20th year, okay, eh, eh, do you understand it? The 12th month, a few days to a few hours before he left. Alright? Eh? He said, get out! Go, stay here! Stay here. God will test you. God will test you before he anoints you. Amen. Oh yes. What will you do with the anointing? Even your motive for the anointing will determine whether God will give you that anointing. What, is, what, what do you need the anointing for? To become a prophet who collects money from people doing consultation. I was shocked that when I went to visit my ship, I went to visit my ship. Eh? Pastor Ma, do you remember? And I finished and I was going. She said, is that all? Should I not give something? Mama, what did she say? Say, is that all? Is that, can't I give something? Yeah. I 
said, no. You are my sheep. We just came to visit. That's all. Prayed for you. We are going. We, some of us, that's what now we have turned the sheep into. To take money from them. Eh? When we minister to them, based on the amount that God has given to us. A friend about how her husband doesn't believe in pastors because of such same things. So perhaps she was even testing me. Because that was the first time I was visiting her with him. Her children was there. Her children were there. They were there. Several of them. Listen. How many of you want to be anointed? Get ready for tests. Tests. God will test you severely. Your motive. Your motive. When I say motive, what is behind you wanting to be anointed? Hmm? Simon, have you heard about thought about it? You want the anointing, but what is behind it? What will you do with the anointing? Hallelujah. You see, all along the journey, Gagal to Bethel, Bethel crossing the Jordan, eh? he knew that he was going to go. And this man who has been following him for 20 years, eh? he knew, he knew. He said, let me give him the last test. Let him give him the last test. Thank God that he passed. You see, when, when, when we are desirous of the anointing, is it like what I told you? I have determined in my heart by the grace of God to be a son to the bishop forever. The only death will separate us. That, that's the decision of my heart. Yeah. And because of that, it doesn't matter the shakings and the tremblings and everything. It's like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And that is what happens in real life when you have children. The younger ones who are not, who are not proud. Do you understand it? Eh? When they misbehave and you rebuke them, you even whip them, you sack them, they cry. Then you say, don't come near me. Don't come here again. Don't come near me again. Then they'll go crying after 10 minutes. Not only will they come, but they can't put their head on their lap. As if nothing has happened. But the ones that are grown and are proud, that are proud, will squeeze your face. Why have you squeezed your face? Some of you, something that your pastor said to you two weeks ago, even this camp is like, I mean, look at you, 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 look at you. How many of you can understand the preaching? Yes. Amen. So, it is a blessing to have the opportunity to be physically close. But I'm telling you that you need to be humble. You need to be humble. Yeah. You need to be humble and you need to be discerning 
that even though water is coming from his mouth, even though he's pooping and weeping just like all of us, even though he's listen, he's still anointed. That, that, that is the that is the that is the revelation that he's still anointed. Yeah. Yeah. One time I went of um, some passes for a program. And I was teaching. I was just teaching. I taught for a long time. Several hours. Then now I told the people it's time for miracles and for healing. You know. Later one of the the, the young pastor said, Bishop, when you said that, I was wondering, how are you going to do it? Because we've been teaching and that the, the atmosphere there was not an atmosphere for miracles. But, but then he said, I was amazed that when you said that, and then you moved into another anointing altogether. There were healings and miracles. See, that's the anointing. That's the anointing. That be careful. Amen? Amen. If you have opportunity to be around that anointed man of God, don't criticize him. Don't insult him. Don't say bad things. Don't despise him. Don't. Don't. You see, he may not hear or see, but God sees. That's the most important thing. It is what God sees. Hello? It is what God sees. Was sleeping secretly with their sister. Okay. Nobody saw it. No, nobody saw it. But God. I don't understand it. God. And the Bible says that it is God that we have to do with. Now, listen to me. If you understand what I just said. You'll be delivered from temptation. You'll be delivered from evil all the time. Because there's nobody there. But say to yourself, God is here. God is here. God is here. here. Amen? Amen? I'm talking about the anointing through closely following a man of God. There are three ways. Number one is you follow a man of God through physical interaction. Is that also? Hmm? Yeah. Number two, follow the ways of the anointed man of God closely. Follow the ways of the anointed man of God closely.
Hello? Follow the ways of the anointed man of God closely. The second way by which you can follow a man of God is to follow his ways closely. Not many people will have the privilege of interacting personally with their mentors. So how can anyone catch the anointing on a great man of God? The answer is simple. Is it the pouring of water or the doing of menial jobs that leads to a transfer of anointing? The answer is no. The physical interaction exposes you to his weights. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, are you understanding that? When you have the opportunity to be fiscally close, listen. Okay. Eh? And let's say you are serving the man of God, you are working with the man of God and all that. It is really not those things that brings you down mountain. Your closeness to him exposes you to his constant weights. All the time he's speaking. All the time he's speaking. And the words that he's speaking contain the spirit or the anointing. Hallelujah. Eh? Jesus said to his disciples, the words I speak to you, they are spirit or the anointing in their life. The anointing is in the words. The disciples of Jesus soaked in the words of their master until he left them. They took his words seriously because he had told them that the anointing was in his words. Thank God that today the words of anointed ministers are available in books, in tapes, in videos, on podcasts, in different ways. Look at John chapter 6 and verse 16. John chapter 6 and verse 16. Sorry, verse 63. It is the spirit that quickened. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Watch this. Jesus said, his words are spirit. In other words, the words contain spirit. They contain the anointing. So, when he spoke, alright, it was a release of anointing. So when you are around an anointed man of God, every time he's speaking, he's saying this, he's sharing the word, he's describing this, he's talking about this. Do you understand it? The words that is so. So the whole environment is charged with anointing, which you are breathing in and you are swimming in all the time. 
The anointing enters you as you listen to the word. The word is not just some philosophical discourse. It is different from a lecture in a college. The word is able to impart an anointing into your life. Look at this amazing scripture in Ezekiel. The prophet said he could feel the anointing enter him as the Lord spoke to him. Ezekiel chapter 2. Let's read from verse 1. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. Verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me. Watch. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. When did the Spirit enter into Ezekiel the prophet? He said, when he spake unto me and the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me. Give me NIV. Give me NIV. As he spoke, the Spirit came into me. As he spoke. You see, that is why all of you here are knowing, are knowing to you since yesterday. You have become so anointed that you don't know. No. You have been sitting here for nothing less than about 10 hours of hearing the word of God. All those words of God that you have been hearing has been spirit that has been anointed. Receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. Receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see that. Yeah. So when you go close to an anointed man of God, his ways is what impacts the anointing to you. So if you want to be anointed, how many of you want to be anointed? You must pay special attention to the words, the preaching. The preaching. That is why I've listened to the preaching of the bishop. Eh? I've listened to the preaching for over 25 years. Yeah. And he's my best preacher. And I listen to him more than any other. Because I want that mountain that is on him to continually come upon my life. I've always wanted the opportunity to live and serve certain men of God. But that opportunity was never practical. However, following some of them through videos, tapes, and books has greatly blessed my life and ministry. The fact that you are reading this book is evidence that an anointing is the evidence that an anointing I received some years ago is real. The Bible records that Elisha soaked in the ways of his spiritual father. Elisha didn't just wash Elijah's hands. He didn't just wash and 
clean in the house. Just like Jesus and the disciples, Elisha and Elijah engaged in lots of important conversations. Look at 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse 11. 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse 11. Hallelujah. Watch this. And 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 11. Verse 11. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked. As they still went on and talked. That behold there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a wind wind into heaven. But note that Elijah used to talk to Elisha. Ways. Ways. Amen. Amen. Number three. Number three. I'm showing you how to follow a man of God to catch the anointing on him. Number three, decide to stay close to the very end until the anointing which you desire is flowing through your ministry. Decide to stay close to the very end until the anointing which you desire is flowing through your ministry. Yes. Yes. I believe that anointing that is on my father in the ministry, Bishop Dad, is flowing in my ministry. It's flowing. The apostolic anointing to do new things is flowing. The anointing to build churches is flowing. Raise up pastors is flowing. Evangelism is flowing. Miracles, healing ministries. Even when I pray for the sick, I notice one common, one very common miracles, healing of the eyes, which is the same thing with him. So if you watch him on the crusade platform, he has, is there anybody whose eye is uh, open? Yeah? Because somehow, you know, in the spice of the anointing that God gives you, in the anointing that God gives you, there's some special spices. If you take someone like Dr. Lawrence Tete, if he comes here, right, he'll pull somebody's leg right now. He, he'll ask, is there anybody who's, you know, like...
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As they walked and talked. Hmm? Are you seeing that? As they walked and talked. Amen. Wow. Please sit down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something wrong with my mic? Elisha walked so closely to Elijah that God had to separate them himself. Don't allow anyone to separate you from your spiritual father. Do not allow circumstances to keep you away from your man of God. Decide eh, to be close to the end until the anointing is flowing in your life. Now, this what I've just shared with you, this key eh, of following closely the words of the man of God, all right, I want to show you a mighty example of that. How many of you want me to show you a mighty example of that principle? And it can be found in the life of our own father, the bishop. Our prophet. Amen. Amen. So listen. The bishop described this principle in his personal life. In the mega church book. Alright. Say how I came to be anointed. So I want you to listen carefully because I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read. Whenever I've taught this, I've just read. So I want you to listen carefully. How I came to be anointed. Bishop Doug is explaining how he came to be anointed. Alright. And like I said, this portion, I'm not worried if you are sleeping. Yeah, all that it means that I'm going to pass over your head like this. <laughs> How many of you want to be anointed? Lift up your right and say, Lord, please anoint me. Lord, please anoint me. Lord, please anoint me. Lord, please anoint me. And God will answer your prayer. Amen. I say, God will answer your prayer. Amen. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm going to lay my hands and pray for all of you before we go. So get some oil ready. Now listen, 
I had no formal training in ministry. Are you listening? No Bible school and little contact with any great man of God and lots of critics. Rather. Some of the men of God I came into contact with ended up opposing and fighting the call of God on my life. I had no option but to tap into the anointing that was on other more distant men of God. I was forced to catch the anointing through tapes and books. I believe that I am anointed with the Holy Ghost to stand in my office of ministry. I have too much evidence all around me to doubt the reality of the anointing on my life. I also believe that the electronic and technological development in the world is for the benefit of the kingdom of God and the ministry. The technology of this world can help you to get near to people who are anointed. Hallelujah. Do you have a job? What type of job is that? What do you do in the beautiful job? What do you do as a shepherd? What? What? What is that? A job. No, but you can't say I got a job. You have to say for a swagger. Do you have a job? What type of job is that? What do you mean by that? Be what? And what do you do as a shepherd? What? 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 And what does that mean? Give it a shot. Hallelujah. Now listen.
Now listen. Listen. I want to take it again. So let's start again. How I came to be anointed. I had no formal training in the ministry. No Bible school and little contact with any great man of God. But had a lot of critics. Some of the men of God I came into contact with ended up opposing and fighting the call of God on my life. I had no option but to tap into the anointing that was on other more distant men of God. I was forced to catch the anointing through tapes and books. I believe that I am anointed with the Holy Ghost to stand in my office of ministry. I have too much evidence all around me to doubt the reality of the anointing on my life. I also believe that the electronic and technological development in the world is for the benefit of the kingdom of God and the ministry. The technology of this world can help you to get near to people who are anointed. It is the anointing that you need. When God sends you a man of God, you are given a chance to receive and catch the anointing that is on his life. The anointing is the principal thing that you and I need to do God's work. The prophet Zachariah knew that the most important thing was the anointing. It was he who said, it is not by might and it is not by power, but it is by my spirit, Zachariah 4.6. Elisha also realized that the thing which made Elijah's ministry successful was the anointing. When he had the opportunity to ask for the anointing, some people may have asked for money, the qualification or education that Elijah had. But Elisha just wanted the anointing. In 2 Kings 2.9, the Bible said, Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. In this chapter, I want to share about a channel of anointing that is not usually spoken of. It may sound new to you, but it is very real. If there is any way by which you can catch the anointing, please take it. I am not presenting this as the only way that God can anoint, me, can anoint you. I am sharing with you what I have received from the Lord. I am sharing with you what is biblically and scripturally sound. Many people have received the anointing through listening to tapes and reading books, but they do not understand what has happened to them. Many people who have received the anointing through this channel cannot teach it because they do not fully understand it. I believe that it is my duty to teach this simple but real method of catching the most essential ingredient of ministry, the anointing. In the previous chapter, I shared about the importance of associating closely with the man of God in order to receive the anointing. Why do you have to associate with anointed men of God? What exactly do you acquire through association? As you closely associate with a man of God, you will hear him speaking over and over. These ways are what contain the anointing. When Elisha associated himself closely with Elijah, he heard him speaking over and over again. In 2 Kings 2, 11, the Bible says, and it came to pass as they still went on and talked. Words are powerful. Jesus told his disciples that his words contain two important things. 
They contain life and the spirit. What is this spirit? The spirit is the anointing. The scripture says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. As 1038. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and therefore the Holy Ghost is the anointing, the substance with which he was anointed. In John 6.63, Jesus says, The words that I speak unto you, they are spread and they are life. For many people, the close association we speak about is not possible except through the medium of books and tapes. Books and tapes contain the words of anointed men of God. The words of anointed men of God contain the spirit and the life. Soaking in books written by anointed men is a valuable way of fellowshipping with them. The time you spend reading a book is time you spend fellowshipping with the one who wrote the book. What a great privilege to interact with some, with someone for three hours in the privacy of your home. As you read this book, you are fellowshipping with me and I'm fellowshipping with you. As I write this book, I feel that I'm talking to certain people. I am ministering directly to as many as will take the time to receive just as Elijah listened to the words of Elijah and the disciples listened to the words of Jesus, you are listening to my words as you read this book. The disciples listened to the words of Jesus. That is why they were anointed. The anointing makes people take notice of you. In Acts chapter 4 and verse 13, the Bible says, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. You can be with Jesus today by reading his words in the Bible. I constantly become amazed at the number of ministers who do not read the Bible. They just use the Bible as a tool for preaching. The word of God is first of all for your benefit. You will not be a minister of substance if you do not have your own personal fellowship of the Lord. I do not mean a last minute check of certain scriptures before you preach. A quick check of a scripture is different from fellowshipping with someone through the written word. Fellowship of Jesus every day. God wants to interact with you. He wants to fellowship with you. God's desire since the days of Adam has been to fellowship of man. When Moses came down from the mountain after fellowshiping with the Lord, the glory of the Lord was upon him. The glory of God will be upon you when you finish, when you fellowship with God. I see the glory of God coming upon you. When I woke up in this world, I find myself in Ghana, West Africa. I realized that I was very far from the great men of God in America. I desperately wanted to fellowship with them, but there was no way possible. I did not even have a visa to America. I had no money to buy a plane ticket. Even if I had been able to get there, many would have seen me as a crazy black man who was trying to get too close. They would have called their security guards to protect them from me. So God showed me a way that I could fellowship with some of the great anointed people of this generation. I have fellowship with many people through their books. I've got to know their minds through their books. I've interacted with the Lord Jesus by reading the Bible and studying, and studying his ways and actions. One of my favorite books of the Bible are the Gospels. In the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I can see Jesus, I can see what Jesus said, and I can hear him talking to me personally. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you enjoying the reading? 
two types of receivers. There are two types of people who receive the anointing. Number one, those who physically, who are physically near. And all this is from the mega church book, chapter six. Okay, so you can get your copy. Number two, and those who are physically afar off. You see, some people have the opportunity to be physically near the anointed vessel. The apostles, Peter, James, and John, were physically close to the Lord. They touched him, they held him, and they even had dinner with him. In 1 John 1, 1, the Bible said that that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled. The Apostle Paul The Apostle Paul loved his books. Unfortunately, Paul did not have the chance to physically interact with Christ as the other apostles did. Paul was just like me. He had to depend on books. This is why he sent urgently for his books and parchments or the booklets. He had to study and fellowship of the Lord and other great men of God like Isaiah through the written word. If Paul had lived in our generation, he would have used all the technology available to receive even more of the word and the anointing. Paul would have listened to tapes and watched videos. Books contain the written word, but tapes contain the spoken word. You can catch the anointing from the spoken word. Soaking in tapes. Are you listening? Soaking in tapes is a scriptural practice. Soaking in tapes simply means to listen to the words over and over again until it becomes a part of you and until the anointing passes into you. When a tape is fully soaked, both the word content and the spirit content are imbibed into your spirit. The anointing is not something you learn. It is something you catch. Do not assume that the soaking of the tape is just an educational exercise. It is a spiritual act. Two important things happen when you soak in a tape. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Secondly, the anointing of the spirit content comes into you. The spirit enters a person as he receives the word of God. That is why many people experience radical transformations by just listening to a powerful message of the word of God. And I promise you, that God is radically changing your life Amen. at this camp in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive a radical transformation in the name of Jesus. Amen. There is not even a single person here who after this camp will be the same again. Amen. There are people here who have challenges in some areas of your life. After this camp, you will not experience them again. God has healed you. God has delivered you. Receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus. Receive your deliverance. I bind every demonic power in your life. In the name of Jesus. I break the yoke of Satan in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is how some people, some people are saved when they hear the preaching of the word of God. 
the Holy Spirit enters into them as the preaching goes forth and they are born again. The Bible says that we are born of the Spirit. John 3, 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Being born again is not an educational experience. Being born again does not mean that you have learned something new. It means that a spiritual change has taken place. Your spirit is recreated by the Holy Spirit. This experience of being born again completely and forever and this experience of being born again completely and forever changes a person's life. It happens when people listen to the preaching of the way. That is why we invite people to church. We want them to be exposed to preaching. In the same way as we are, in the same way as we are born again and experience spiritual transformation, you can experience a further spiritual transformation that will convert you into a minister. This spiritual transformation that makes you a minister is what some call receiving an anointing or being anointed. There are too many people who are called ministers who have not received a call to ministry and an anointing to minister. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you enjoying the word of God? Yes. Eh? Yes. How I came to be anointed. How many of you are enjoying anointing? You are getting anointed powerful in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Now you watch and see. You watch and see. Because of the anointing, you are going to be different. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the amount. I'm a totally different person. Because of the amount. I experience honor. I experience respect. Blessings. Recognition. Even these days, I can't hide. I go to places, I say, oh, this place. You know, I wish that nobody knows me. Then before I was a bishop. <laughs> Today, when we were here, before we went to take the picture, somebody walked here, a lady. She came here. Said she wants to see me. Started sharing her problems. I said, but you don't know me. She said, when I saw you, I was wondering, where I knew, then I realized the billboard at Aquili. When I looked, I said, Ah, he's the man. He's the man. He said, I have, I have a problem. So I'm coming to talk to you. She wants to come and see me at the cathedral. And she's even from another church. Another very good church. 
Sit down. Now listen. I'm just reading uh, our prophet's experience, how he became anointed. Are you enjoying it? So listen carefully. And you can read it again. Okay, in the Mega Church book, chapter 6. I'm just reading. Hallelujah. In the same way as we are born again and experience a spiritual transformation, you can experience a further spiritual transformation that will convert you into a minister. This spiritual transformation that makes you a minister is what some call receiving an anointing or being anointed. There are, two, there are too many people who are called ministers who have not received a court ministry and an anointing to minister. When you have not been anointed, you are dry and lifeless. I used to go to church every Sunday and I hated it. It was a lifeless and boring experience. I only went because my parents had asked me to go. Unfortunately, not only one, not only are some so-called ministers not anointed, but they are not even born again. This is even worse. You do not become a minister by obtaining a certificate. You become a minister when God calls you and anoints you. May God call you and anoint you in the name of Jesus. May God call you and anoint you in the name of Jesus. May God call you and anoint you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And the ladies, God is going to use you mightily. Yes. Churches do not grow. Listen to this. Churches do not grow because there is no anointing for church growth. Pastors, are you listening to that? Yeah. If we are a pastor, one of the anointing that you should seek for is church growth anointing. Amen. Yeah. Pastors everywhere must desire the anointing. Pastors, do you desire the anointing? It is the anointing that makes the difference. May you be anointed in the name of Jesus. May the anointing make you a different person in the name of Jesus. Even when I was in my hospital, the anointing was working there. Oh yeah. Anybody who is into business, Michael, you have to pray for anointing business anointing for prosperity. I'm telling you. My hospital, it, it just it just exploded. Yeah. It was as if that the hospital has been there for 20 years. For just a few years. My whole hospital was five years I was out. Yeah. But I saw the hand of God. I saw the hand of God. Yeah. And also, because I was committed to the work of God, God bless it. If you are doing business, you are working, do you understand it? This is one of the keys to be, to be, be interested in the work of God. God will be interested in what you are doing. Yeah. And now, did you close your shop or somebody is there? Somebody is there. 
Okay. Sunday, come and tell me. You tell me that bishop, I'm telling you, when you go, go and ask. You, you are making more sales as we are here. You, you, when you go, go and check it. Hmm? Hallelujah. Well, once you know the anointing, you never want anything else. You will not succeed in the ministry by being clever. Intelligence and education are no substitutes for the anointing. Desire the anointing. Go for it. It is the main thing. And the main thing is still the main thing. The first sermon that Jesus preached was about the anointing. The first thing that he said when he began his ministry was that he was anointed. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Luke 4, 18. In fact, Jesus did not attempt any form of ministry until he was anointed. Jesus knew that the ministry depended on the anointing. I recently visited a beautiful large church. The pastor himself was not around. So the janitor took us around the building. The main hall had hundreds of beautiful mahogany pews. It was a beautiful building with two huge pipe organs and surrounding balconies. I asked the janitor, how many people does this building sit? He answered, this building sits at least 880 people. Wow! I remarked, that's a lot of people. He continued, but we don't have many people coming to church anymore. I see. How many people come to church nowadays? I ask inquisitively. About 20. With a maximum of 30. He added, only old people attend church now. The young people don't come to church anymore. I thought, how sad. Such a large church has been reduced to a fellowship of 20 and dying people. Obviously, there was no life. But that was not all. The janitor continued. The services from this month are being held every two weeks instead of every week. I thought to myself, we hold church services on almost every day of the week. There is so much life in our church. It is full of many young people who want to serve the Lord. What a contrast. What makes a difference between a growing and a dead church is the anointing. The anointing is the life of God in the ministry. Oh, how we need the anointing. Lift up your hand and say, Father, I need the anointing. Lord, I need the anointing. Lord, please anoint me. Be anointed in the name of Jesus. We can't do without the Holy Spirit. So how do we come by this Holy Spirit? Now listen carefully. We are getting to the, the meat. Because wow. a lot of things have been, he's introducing the thing now. And now we are getting to the meat. So how do we come by this Holy Spirit? That is how, that is what this book is about. God is trying to show you that you need an anointing. You may be ministering the word. You may even be ordained. But it is only when you are anointed 
that your ministry will begin to make a difference to the losses of humanity. I see the anointing on you right now. As you listen to this in the name of Jesus. Be anointed now. Be anointed. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice and receive it and cry unto God right now. Speak in the Holy Ghost right now. Repa shabala baba, repa makapayan telebaya, repa kapolobosaba. Oh Lord, pour your spirit upon us. Lord, pour your spirit upon us. Anoint us, O God. 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 Anoint us, Lord. 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 Ranta baya, imaka baya, rebaba shabaya. The prophet Ezekiel experienced the anointing entering his life one day. He described exactly how and when the anointing came upon him. Ezekiel says that the power and anointing of the Spirit had entered into him. Whilst he was listening to the word. And the spirit entered into me. When he spoke unto me. Ezekiel 2.2. Ezekiel said very clearly in this scripture. That the Holy Spirit entered into him. When he was being spoken to. Peter. The apostle. Also noticed this phenomenon. He noticed that. The power of the Holy Spirit fell on people. As he preached. Do you remember when Peter was preaching to the Gentiles? The Bible says that as he ministered the word, the spirit of God fell on the people. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. Acts chapter 10 and verse 44. If the gift of the Holy Spirit could fall on people whilst Peter was preaching, then surely the gift of the Holy Spirit can fall on you when any other anointed man of God is preaching. This is simple logic. Hallelujah. Wow. At 5 o'clock in the morning on the 1st of January 1987, I decided to obey the call of God on my life. It was in the early hours of the first day of the new year when I decided to take up the mantle and become a pastor. I knew that I had been called and I decided to obey and become a pastor. At that time, I was in my fourth year of medical school. I began the church with a few nursing students and laboratory students in the Kolobu Teaching Hospital where I was studying medicine. I had no one to direct or guide me, so I struggled quite a bit during that first year. By the end of 1987, many friends had expressed their lack of confidence in me and deserted me. 
I was criticized until I felt like killing myself just to make my enemies happy. I remember looking at the ceiling fan as it twirled above my bed. I often thought of hanging myself on it. I wanted to vanish out of the view of all those who hated me and criticized me. I had very little guidance, but I was sincere and I had a lot of faith and many enemies. It is amazing how people hate you when you decide to follow the call of God. Many people are going to hate you because you want to serve God. Your family may hate you. Your sisters may hate you. But stand firm for Jesus. I say stand firm for Jesus. Hallelujah. This was the precarious and doubtful beginning of my ministry. I started out by faith and began preaching and teaching and preaching what I knew. A few nursing students responded. At the beginning of the church, at the beginning, the church met in a little classroom in the school of hygiene. After a while, many people left and some stayed. The little church stabilized with about 40 members. So pastors, Bishop Dark has also had a 40-member church before. How many pastors are encouraged by that? Pastors who are watching me on television, this great man of God that we have all been following, one time had a 40-member church. So I'm speaking to you, pastor, that is watching to me. Don't be discouraged. You want to run away from the ministry, don't run. Stay there, be faithful. Continue to preach and teach. Get more anointed. You are going to become a mega church pastor in the name of I prophesy that you are going to become a mega church pastor. I prophesy that you are going to have many churches. I prophesy, pastor, listen to me. I prophesy that God is going to raise you up to pastor 1,000 people, 2,000 people, 5,000 people, 10,000 people, and beyond. You are going to have an international ministry. In the name of Jesus. But something happened to me in 1988 that made a big difference to my ministry. It transformed the ministry from a little classroom full of nursing students to a ministry that impacts thousands of people around the world today. What happened to me? Sometime during the middle of the year 1988, I had to fulfill what is called a community health rotation. Every class in medical school is divided into groups. Each group rotates through different fields of medicine throughout the year. That is why it is called a rotation. I had to complete four rotations in my final year. One each for surgery, medicine, specials, and community health. During the community health rotation, I had to travel outside the city of Accra in Ghana to a smaller town called Suhum in another region of the country. Whilst there, I lived in the Suhum Government Hospital for one month. I was to gain practical experience in running a hospital and working out on the field where conditions are different from the bigger cities. Although I was fulfilling my medical requirements, as usual, my mind was on the ministry. By the second week, I took advantage of a more relaxed timetable and decided to fast and pray. On my way out of Accra to Suhum, remember, I'm reading about Bishop Dark's experience. He's describing his experience, how he came to be anointed and I'm, I'm, I'm giving you this as a powerful example of that principle that eh, you must follow the ways of the anointed man closely to catch an anointing. And you are going to catch an anointing. I see anointed by center shepherds, cell leaders and pastors 
mega church pastors, mega basenta shepherds, healing ministers, apostles, prophets, evangelists, mighty church helpers and administrators, businessmen. Receive it in the name of Jesus. How many of you can sense the presence of the Lord here? Although I was fulfilling my medical requirements as usual, my mind was on the ministry. By the second week, I took advantage of a more relaxed timetable and decided to fast and pray. On my way out of Accra to Suhum, I had passed through a Christian bookshop and bought some Kenneth Hagan tapes. I felt that I needed something to soak in whilst I was in Suhum. Say, I shall soak in the word of God. Say, I am becoming a soaker. A soaker of messages. A soaker of tapes. A soaker of the podcast. A soaker of books. A soaker of the Bible. A soaker of videos. Amen. I felt that I needed something to soak in. Whilst I was in Suhum. I've been a great follower and admirer of Kenneth Hagan's ministry. Actually, I'd already listened to those tapes many times, but I thought I would just have something to listen to. No one had ever told me to listen to tapes. I just enjoyed doing it. I love the word of God and I love the minister of the word. No one had ever told me to listen to tapes over and over. I wasn't trying to memorize the message, although I ended up remembering almost every sentence. Listening to tapes never replaced Bible study and personal quiet times for me. I wasn't losing my personality. I wasn't becoming a clown. I was being blessed tremendously. One night, I was praying, fasting, and listening to one of those tapes that I had bought. I remember that day as if it was yesterday. I was using a small red Sony auto-reverse tape recorder. How many of you are enjoying the experience? The message that was being played was something about dealing with demons. It was a message I'd enjoyed listening to many times. The tape played non-stop throughout the night. Something happened. At about 3 a.m. in the morning, I was kneeling by the bed praying. I could see the tape recorder situated at the other end of the room. Then suddenly, something literally jumped out of the tape which was playing and moved into my belly. I could feel it entering me. Then I heard a voice saying, from now, you can teach. I didn't know what that was, but I thought to myself, that's good, because I want to teach. I didn't know at the time that I had received a major impartation of anointing through the channel of soaking in tapes. At that time, my church comprised about 40 students. The Bible teaches that we should prove all things, so I decided to try out this new gifting. I was invited to teach at a full gospel businessmen's breakfast meeting in Suhum. This was my first ministration after my impartation experience. I tell you, I noticed a difference. After the ministration, someone asked me where my church was. He was surprised that I was an unknown minister. Inside me, I knew that something had happened that was making a difference. When I got back to the church after a month, 
I noticed a difference in my ability to teach and preach. The anointing had arrived and I began to build up. The first series I preached was about the prodigal son. I preached this on the weekday and the attendance and interest in the service began to increase steadily. I tell you, I noticed that there was some life and spirit in the ministry. It is difficult to describe it, but when it's there, you know it is there. The anointing is a bit like beauty. When you see it, you know it. You can't easily explain how or why you recognize Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The anointing is a bit like beauty. When you see it, you know it. You can't easily explain how or why. Please be seated. You recognize beauty. But when you see beauty or anointing, you know that it is there. I have no reason to give for what I am sharing except but to help you. My ministry has grown in leaps and bounds because of an anointing caught from soaking in the word on a tape. Today, you are reading one of the several books that I've written under that same teaching and anointing. At that time, I did not have any biblical basis for what I had experienced. So I did not talk about it. Later, as I studied the word of God, I realized that the mystery of impartation of anointing through the soaking of the word is a reality. It is biblical. It is doctrinally sound and it is experientially real. Anyone who exposes himself to soaking in the word through books and tapes is exposing himself to more of the anointing. When you do that, only good things will happen to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On different occasions, I've heard people describe how they have received an anointing as they sat in the congregation and received the ministry of the word. One pastor described how he felt warm drops of anointing falling on his head as I spoke the word at a camp meeting. I believe the Lord was anointing this man. T.L. Osborne, the great evangelist, describes how God changed his ministry as he sat under the ministry of William Braham. It all happened in a moment and was anointed to go out and be a great witness to the world. It is interesting that outsiders sometimes are better receivers than insiders. Do you remember the story of the centurion whose servant was sick? He sent for Jesus because he knew that Jesus had the anointing and power to heal. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Wow. Wow. 
Anyone who listens to tapes and reads books will receive the anointing to a greater or lesser extent. Some people are not impressed or touched by the message. Some others are even offended by it. As Jesus said, Blessed is he that is not offended in me. Some people are excited by the message. Some cannot remember anything. They just know that it was a good message. As you listen to a tape, you learn the message. You learn the word. You acquire the knowledge content. Some people stop at this point, but others go even further. I went further without even knowing knowing what I was doing. Somehow, it wasn't the knowledge content that I was after. If it was the knowledge, I virtually assimilated all the facts that were being shared after a few times of listening to the tape. My love for the word made me expose myself to the anointing without even knowing it. Hallelujah. 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 Clap your hands for the Lord. So, how many of you have understood the importance of listening to tapes and reading books eh? and following an anointed man of God? Now, because many of you are new, I want to introduce to you at this point the many, many different materials that our bishop, our prophet has produced and made available to all the members of the church, all the pastors and all the shepherds through which we can learn the ministry and also catch the anointing upon his life. Hallelujah. So I'm going to go through them and I want all of you to start a journey to the anointing. And that journey to the anointing is by acquiring all these things. Hallelujah. Get a good Bible, okay, and get these things and listen to them and follow and you become anointed. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? We are gradually getting to the end of the camp. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But have you learnt a lot? How many of you have learnt a lot? Now, the reason why we come for a camp is because all the things that I've shared with you eh, on Sundays, can I share all these things with you? No. So a camp allows us alright to be focused and be able to go through a lot of things. I don't have much time now, please. Is that a problem?
You have a job? Okay. Now, where's the title? I said you should give me a title. Where is it? An Akazo Assemblies of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This, this is our full name. An Akazo Assemblies of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Read it. Again. Amen. Alright. Now, in-house materials. Let's go through them. The first one is the Makane. What is the Makane? The Makane is a Hebrew word which means camp. Alright. Camp meeting or encampment. Okay. The Makane is a collection of all camp messages by Bishop Darkwood Mills. Pasaima, get all this and Sunday, alright, physically we are going to give them to Reverend and we are going to go through them, I mean show them. So the Makane is a collection of all camp messages by Bishop Darkwood Mills. The first camp message, I was there. Wow. This is 1992. Many of you were not born. How many of you were not born? Lift up your hand. You're not born at all. Lift up your hand. Yes. Lift up your hand. 1992 is how many years ago? 26 years ago. We had it at, uh, hello? We had it at a place called uh, the Girl Guides on the Achimota, near the Achimota Forest. Yeah. So all the camp messages that he has preached are in this device, material called the Makane. Okay? Yes? The Poimano. Say the Poimano. The Poimano, alright, from the word Poimen, which means pastor or shepherd. Is a collection of all Sunday and Tuesday service messages which the bishop has used to feed and grow his flock over the years. So the Paimano, alright, when you have it, you have all bishop dads since the church started. Tuesdays and Sunday messages. Isn't that amazing? Yeah? Yeah. And they are grouped. They are grouped uh, into evangelistic messages, uh, uh, Easter messages, healing messages, different groups like that. Amen. Next one. The, the Macarius Library. The Macarius Library. The Macarius Library. The, the Macarius is a collection of all books written by Bishop Doug Lord Mills. Macarius is a Latinized form of a Greek word, makarios. The old Greek word, makarios, is a prolonged form of the poetical word of the same meaning, meaning supremely blessed, well of blessed, happy. The makarios library has sister books. So makarios means blessed, happy. Hallelujah. 
Alright? So it has sister of Bishop Dark's books. That's a Macau's library. Next one. Oigo. Oigo. Oigo is a collection of video messages preached from the books. Okay? So if you take the books, like, like what I'm doing, I'm preaching from the book. So this video we are having here, if you, if you watch this video, you're watching an Oigo. But that which is preached by Bishop Dark. Alright. Next one. Carezo. Carezo is a video collection of messages preached at the Healing Jesus campaigns. Carezo means to herald, to announce, to shoot out. So the salvation messages are called Carezo. So when you get all of them, that is what you have. The charisma. Okay, the charisma is a collection of video messages on the anointing. So all the videos on the anointing preached by Bishop Dar is on a device and is called the charisma. Loyalty collection. A collection of video messages preached on loyalty and disloyalty from different pastors' conferences. It's the loyalty collection. The evangelists. A collection of messages preached, and these are audios. The evangelists are audios. A collection of messages preached at Healing Jesus campaigns for over 10 years. So, if you want to preach at a crusade, you just listen to one of them, and then you preach. Gospel Blitz. A video collection of uh, Healing Jesus campaign documentaries. It's just documentaries, you know, on the Healing Jesus campaigns. Makana Ion, a collection of messages preached at the Ion Sharpnet Ion Conferences, which is now called Give Thyself Holy Conferences. So all the messages that Bishop that and uh, ISI started in 2004 at Legon. I was there. And we, we ordained one pastor. And there were just a few pastors. With one international pastor, Pastor Zach. Yeah. That, that's how it started. That's a big conference. Hallelujah. Now, I want all of us, how many of you would like to catch the anointing on Bishop Dark through his messages? Very good. Now, listen to me. Okay. One day, when I bring you to my house, I'll send you to my study. My study is a, is a, is a lighthouse museum. I will show you different things that we have used. But when we were growing up in the church, we had cassettes. The messages were on cassettes. Then later they moved on onto CDs. I get what I'm saying. We used to buy them. I bought, I spent so much money. But now you don't need to do that. On your iPhone or your Android, you can download an application. What, which is called the podcast. And that podcast, when you download it, you can subscribe to Bishop Doug's podcast. Then every time he preaches, the message automatically downloads on it. Then you listen to free of charge. Free of charge. So I am going to ask, um, how do you call it? Uh, yes, I'm going to take you through, all right, how to. Download it. So, podcast on Apple device. 
How many of you use Apple device? That is iPhone or iPad. How many of you have Apple device? Alright. So you you download the listen, this is it. This is the app. This move. The move one. This one. This. Alright. Now the the new iPhones, when you do it, it is already there. So all that you need to do is to subscribe. So go to App Store. Okay. Search for podcasts. Download podcasts. This app. Then type that Hugh Mills in the search button. Subscribe to podcasts from that word Mills. Start downloading messages. Very easy. I don't need to buy any message that the Beatles has preached. Okay. One of his latest messages, he had a concept, you know, he preached, created for his presence. Listen, it's here. It's here. Easy. Easy. Then I press. And honor and power. For thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure they are and were created. Amen. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Amen. Amen. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and they were created. Amen. This is a verse of in the book of Revelations, the book where things are revealed. And the book of Revelations is a revealing of a hidden world which we cannot see with the current Now, those of you who have Android devices, go to Play Store, search for Podcast Addict, download Podcast Addict. After installing Open Podcast Addict, select plus symbol to add new podcast. Select search engine, type Dagwood Mills, subscribe to podcasts from Dagwood Mills, start downloading messages. So I want all of you, any other device, I want all of you to get these in-house materials and listen to them and you are going to be anointed. Amen. Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands. I want you to pray and ask the Lord to anoint you. Lift up your hands and pray. Pastor Imad, take the mic and pray.
Laba Shike de Lebo Sutabaha Rebo Shedelebo Zebra Cabandelebo Zubrentelebele Rapa Shike Bodoba Sikeliantalababa Lord anoint me Cabo Shabida Lababo Sandelebe Rabandelebo Sukababala Zebrontelebo Zubantalababo Diantalababe Zayantaha we have been encouraged enough. We have been encouraged enough. We have been encouraged enough since yesterday and today. We have been shown, O Son of Man, that has been shown that which is good. This morning, Bishop has taught us so greatly how we can be anointed. There is a privilege for you to pray and say, Lord, pour it upon me. Anoint me today. Before I leave here, may I not go dry. Lift up your voice and ask God to anoint you with his fresh oil. I need this anointing for my area. You are from Papasi. Pray that you go there with this anointing. You are from Semenshia. Pray that you will not arrive in Semenshia without this anointing. Men and brethren, please pray and say, Lord, anoint me. Lord, anoint me. Anoint me. Anoint me. There is one thing and it is that which I seek and I desire. That God's spirit will come upon me. It will be upon me. It will be in me. I shall be like in Saul. That after today's camp meeting. I will join the prophet to prophesy. Because of the anointing. I will be able to see so far because of the anointing. I will not continue to walk in blindness because of the anointing. I will be able to hear. Pray. Lord anoint me, Lord anoint me, Lord anoint me. I need your anointing. Kabasi kebro kabaha, repasu kedini miyanta lababa, reposi kababalesia, manderebo zutali babalosi. Lintu kaba rabasi kebe rapaba lianta la babosi kebaha rapapa lapala rento libe kaba bandere bosu kabaha liposi kabayande lito kibalando robosi kabaya rapasi keboyanda position yourself in your prayer this afternoon and ask God to pour upon you an anointing, an anointing may it run through you as electric current in the name of Jesus 
let the anointing of God flow like streams that will never run dry. Libra Kabo Sikabaha. Seek more than you can carry. Seek more than you can carry. Seek more than you can carry. Libra Sikabala Babo Sibreke Bayala. Letora Baba. Rapazike Boyante Leboho. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is for a service. God anoint his people for them to work for him. If only you desire to work in his house, then pray and say, Lord, put this spirit upon me. For I want to render the service of a beautiful job. Where we are today. Many great men that we hear of today have been there before. But the difference is that which we are asking for this evening. The anointing of God. Pray as a young man. Pray as a young woman. Pray and say, Lord, let my life be a difference because of this same spirit. May I not live here without it. We prayed yesterday. You did not take it serious. We prayed in the evening. You did not consider it seriously. This morning we prayed, yet you did not consider it seriously. There is yet another opportunity once again for you to pray and take this prayer to another level pray and say Lord if you can use me then Lord I don't want to go and work for you without this spirit therefore anoint me anoint me oh God anoint me oh God anoint me oh God Lift up your voice and pray. 
this evening I want you to intercede travel, travel travel like a woman in labor and ask God to anoint you hey And I saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the throne, dropping down rays of anointing upon people that desire to work upon Him, that desire to work for Him. I wanted to pray if you are one of such people that God do not pass me by this evening. Do not pass me by. And I stopped without pain and I stopped without limit with knowledge he has taught us with it can only be explained by the level of the anointing of God that is upon him that is upon his life as you sat down there you desire to teach you desire to preach you desire to come up with examples revelations upon revelations the bible says and the jesus said in the last day of the feast he stood and he said hey hey ye that are tested are there some young men and young women here who are tested who are tested this is the last day and the last hours of the feast since you started yesterday and jesus is saying are you tested are you hungry cry unto me cry unto me i see you coming to jesus in travail
Zinola babasi keala. Reko basi kapa. Rapanele bosu kapa. Rakapaya. Rapaya. 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 By your seriousness in this prayer, you will not be able to stand up because the anointing is going to come upon you so strongly that your feet will begin to burn. Jesus. Hey. Kabasi Kobaya. It's a season of refreshing. A time of transformation. Ordinary men are being turned. And the testimony is going to be said of you. That you are a superman. But the reason for you is the anointing. Pray, Kabasi Kaba. You have some few minutes. Ayiko Pasi Kabaya. Reko Talibosu Kapa. Le Sabayala. Reko Dolobosikae. Mayataba. Payo. Li Kabayalaha. Li Tonderebosukaya. Li Parosi Kabahadi. Oh Jesus, anoint us. Anoint us, Lord. Let a dew of heaven, the grace of God, the mightiness of this awesome Father, let it be poured from on high upon us. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus.